get the Pinot ready, because it's turd time. Life isn't all reality TV, but it should be. Everyone calls me Odie, like the dog on Garfield. The only difference is, I actually talk, and I'm not quite as stupid. Welcome to Bravo and Beer. Boom! And we're in. Me, right. Brian, do this. Odie, and ah, uh, there we go. There's Rico. I thought it was just going to be uh, uh, the light. Bi- I, Rico, did you put in light bulbs in your No, I t- I'm sitting in a different area of my home. Oh, so you still have one chandelier that's missing half of the light bulb. Yes, it's actually I do. It's that one. I don't know. For the, the B&B audience, it's, uh, every show you can guess what room in his house Rico is in. And the winner every week, well, I don't know, they'll probably get nothing. But Rico win. will send you one of his light bulbs that is burned the out. The burnt out light bulb. It's a souvenir, collectors. I'll even autograph he'll, it. He'll sign it for you. And, and you can guess how long ago he took it out of his ass. One in a million shot, Doc. One in a million shot. Again with the the butt jokes. Uh, it's a, the the one in a million is an ongoing gag. It's part of the show, man. It's part of the context, the fabric of our lives that we're weaving. My, it's actually written in Brian's close. contract. Every show, at least one butt joke. You know, it's you got to have a rider. Some people like to have ham sandwiches in their back room, you know, to welcome them in. Some people like to have balloon animals. I remember famously. Uh, God, who's that? Who's the crazy lunatic in Deadpool who got arrested for uh, beating up a taxi driver who was a Trump supporter? No, no I only know one no actor idea. in that movie. Uh, yeah, don't well, suppose it was Ryan Reynolds. Not Ryan so. Reynolds. No, it was not Ryan Reynolds. He was a I comedian was. I've actually performed with, which is funny. But I can't remember his name. But he used to ask for a pinata to be put in his room in every show that he did, just to be a, a dick. Anyway, welcome to Bravo and Beer, episode 39. Wow. We've done 39. Can you you believe it? Train wrecks. Well, before we get into the the show officially, I do have something to talk about that has been driving me insane. So do you guys have this in your house where the temperature changes and then half the doors in your house decide, eh, they don't close anymore. Like they just don't close you can't, no matter what you do, you can't close them because they've expanded because of the heat or contracted because of the whatever the fuck. Because I have three doors in my house, which now will not close. And on top of that, TJ Miller. Yes, thank you, Josh. My buddy Josh had, yes, TJ Miller. That is who I was thinking of, Josh. Thank you. Who the pinata, the pinata requesting comedian. So I have three doors that won't shut because of the weather. And on top of that, this week, there's a sliding door because I have an old house, right? And in old houses, they like these weird ass sliding doors. Rico's I'm already bored. Yeah, I, well, screw you. Cut well, off an I, ear. Because like I, I know like a... the, the problem with the story is I know what I'm going to say, but by the time you finish the story, I'm going to forget. So come on, hurry well, up. I'm just trying to describe it for people who don't know what the fuck I'm talking about here. There's a door that slides in between the wall, and that door fell off. I don't know how fell off the goddamn roller lodged in the wall. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to try to get this door closed and then open. So I'm going to try to like, you know, even it out. Right. So I yanked the thing. It evens out. And now it's just jammed closed forever. Can't move it. I use the crowbar on it. Can't budge it. It's made of some sort of fucking steel. There's ghosts in the walls holding it closed. It's ridiculous. All right. I would say 99% chance that you live on a sinkhole. 
and probably you're days away from your house just cratering into the ground. Well, actually, you know, there is a sinkhole in the front of the house that I filled up a couple times with sand and rocks. Pocket doors. Thanks, Josh. Wow, Josh should be our our VH1 like pop up video. Uh, <laughs> just for boring shit, though, the most boring possible facts. <laughs> I know. I mean, I feel like Hannah isn't boring her podcast audience with tales about doors. She's no. got fascinating stuff to go from the rip. And we're talking about fucking she a fasc- carpentry. Hannah has, yeah. Hannah has I, I'm being years. sarcastic. She's obviously a not interesting person, but. Well, thank you. And also we spent three episodes starting off with hose talk and those. Were uh, that was, that was good stuff. Done. That was good stuff. This, I'm sorry. This. How is my, how are my pocket doors being haunted by ghosts? Not interesting topics to start the show. It feels like Home Alone 3, you know, like we're just kind of latching on to an idea, but just taking it too far. I can't even remember Home Alone 3. Uh, it was a different, per- it was a different kid. Uh, was, was Hillary oh, Swank in that, that one too? doesn't even count. Uh, no, it was uh, did, Scarlett did Johansson replace- was in that. <laughs> Scarlett Johansson was in that. She was like his sister. Your wow. favorite. I, I do hate her quite with Scar-Jo. a passion. I think she's one of the worst actresses ever. I think... If if you weren't staring at her tits, you wouldn't uh, ask to see her on screen at any point in time. I, I truly hate her. Well, that won't get you canceled in 2021. I think most people would agree with me <laughs> and say that to cancel me over remarking about this uh, this woman who dares flash her brazen breasts in front of the world when people in the UK... How dare she? You, how Exactly. How dare she? In the UK, they just said you can't call it breastfeeding anymore. You have to call it chest feeding. And here's Scarlett Johansson with these massive knockers walking around, rubbing it in everybody's face, they might not have them. What if you don't call it? I mean, what happens if you don't call it chest feeding? They get really mad at you? They probably probably go to jail for a hate crime, but I think we're getting way off topic here. All right, let's let's get back to the hate crime that is this show. We have a lot to talk about. Odie? Well, uh, apparently there was a whole other show that we didn't talk about. Should we start off with our Bravo beer bong for summer house or let Odie give us a recap of the show that we did. We both didn't know happened. Yeah. Well, since I didn't watch summer house, I will do the, the beer bong, but I will give the uh, below deck reunion show recap. And maybe you guys can watch it next week. Add on your thoughts, but now I do want to preface this Odie by saying you told us before the show started that you watched the reunion show. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the first thing that stood out to you was that everybody looked completely different from how they looked on the boat. So let me ask you this. Are you sure you actually watched the recap show for Below Deck? <laughs> Not a, like, it's a different show. It's funny. Like, no, Eddie it's looks funny a lot say like uh, Rob. It's, it's funny you say so that. Odd. When was George Costanza on this show? And there's Kramer. <laughs> this is hilarious. When was Below Deck so funny? Boom. We were like probably two minutes into the reunion show, and I'm watching with my wife, and she goes... Wait a minute. Are we watching a different cast? Is this the same cast? That's how different everyone looked. So Eddie was like undercover. He has a full beard. Um, Rachel looked a lot skinnier and probably like she got a nose job. Elizabeth, blonde, curly hair, either a wig or a terrible uh, dye job. Uh, who else? Shane, just Shane being there was weird because I totally forgot he existed. Yep. James looked normal, but uh, he admitted that he does his eyebrows, fills him in a little bit, which was kind of strange. Who else? What do you mean? Uh, I, have my bri- I have my brow growth stuff I was telling you about. Sometimes you got to thicken your brows, right. man. 
I forgot about that. We don't, we don't all have such luxurious long eyebrows. Uh, Francesca looked probably five times hotter than normal. Did she lose weight, gain weight, just better makeup? Just probably better makeup, better lighting. I don't know. You never know with these things. And then Ashling, yeah, she's the only one looked exactly the same. I would say <laughs> that same no. old boring neutral. <laughs> like Ashling, still not interesting, and still I, I can't put my finger on if you're hot or not. Mm. Rob, not there. Which uh, made uh, Izzy very, very upset and mm. totally ripped into Rob for being a coward for not showing up. And like three what other. What did he do? <laughs> well, like three other people chimed in and they were like, oh, uh, Rachel was like, yeah, I talk to Rob all the time. He's doing well. He just did, he didn't, he didn't have time. He's working. <laughs> I don't know. Well, it's like he did some not- horrible crime that he's not owning up to. <laughs> like, he, he didn't do anything. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I don't know. I, I don't know what the deal is there. But I mean, basically, what this show was comprised of was obviously a lot of time talking about the James Elizabeth thing. Yeah, Rachel did look did look kind of hot. I'm not gonna lie. Well, she Rachel is a former next top model contestant. Uh, and Maurice says she sure did huge tits. Rachel, what are we talking about? The same person. But she had to stand in her shirt and dress. <laughs> Rachel or who had this? I'm very confused right now. Did Rachel get a boob job and a nose job? And just did she see herself on the show and be like, I need to undergo a transformation. I need to become I need to turn from a caterpillar to a butterfly before well, this when you reunion. wear those like chef jackets and she's on the show. You, you can't even tell anything. She could be. Well, we you saw know, her no drunkenly idea. trying to sing uh, to tell the Jamaican band how to play whatever. Oh, OK. Maurice meant Elizabeth. Uh, well, that's these are very two different. <laughs> Maurice, no more comments from you. I've Why made that mistake, too, because Elizabeth comment. Rachel are two of the most common basic names going. Very easy to mix up. Yeah, that's true. No offense to our so, many listeners with those two names. But. So, okay. So give us the highlights then from this Below Deck reunion, which again, Rico and I had no concept it was happening. They didn't advertise it that I saw. They didn't tell us it was coming. I didn't see a new thing pop up on my on my uh, TV uh, alerts. Maybe it didn't air. They just put it right in the uh, past episodes. <laughs> they I mean, what, one one funny moment was, you know, they had Shane on for the first five minutes and uh, they're just, they're ripping into it or... Uh, What's his face? Was Who's the Eddie host name who does all the hosting? Um, Andy Cohen. Andy Cohen. Andy Cohen's ripping into him, and Shane's like, well, if the whole thing's going to be just, you guys just, like, roasting me, I'm I'm out of here. And Andy Cohen's like, well, you, you did a lot of dumb stuff, so we got we got to talk about it. And so I came Shane ends up. I can't talk about my eco development. I'm, kinda, I'm out here. I'm riding sea turtles all the way from Malibu through the Pacific Ocean out to Singapore, uh, and then I'm impregnated them myself. He did say he did say that he felt good because he raised awareness about, uh, you know, sustainability. And Andy Cohen brought up, well, isn't it like a little bit awkward or sort of like counterintuitive that you're bringing up sustainability while you're working on a super yacht, which is guzzling gas? He's like, well, (laughs) even on a super yacht, you can make it more sustainable. (laughs) <laughs> well, not only that, but, you know, it's like one of those things. So, like, well, I went on this show to talk about sustainability and eco. Where it's like, aren't you a little late on that? You know, you're not you're not on the cutting edge about sea turtles and uh, and straws, guy. We already know about this. Everybody's known about this for a year and a half. But there was a funny moment when back and forth between Eddie and Shane. And, of course, they did the, the cutaway to, to leave Eddie's uh, answer hanging. And Shane's like, Eddie, do you really think I'm stupid? And then it showed, like, Eddie going, like, mm-hmm. 
<laughs> but they come back from the commercial and, and he's like, no, you're not stupid. I just think uh, you're you're bad at yachting. But he didn't say that exactly, but essentially. Body yachty? Body yachty, 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 yachty. Like the... Bad like at yachting. Stallion song? Oh. <laughs> body yachty. I think you're body yachty. Megan the Stallion should do a bad at yachting remix. Go ahead. Daddy yachty, yachty, yachty. So yachty. I just looked up to try to get a picture of what Rachel looked like at the reunion, but I have some tragic news that I found out instead. Hmm. Her and uh, her boyfriend didn't make it. Whoa. Cannot. Uh, I can't believe it. I mean, her pain must have been just over overwhelming. What she was, she so was uh, very distraught after seeing the season and seeing openly how James just did not give a shit because <laughs> apparently being there, she got a different idea, obviously. Did not give a shit about working or did not give a shit about, about, about anything, about her, about, her, about working, about... Well, he cared about, James cared about Rob. I'll give him that. I mean, Rob and James, they were tight. Remzo. Remzo Martinez heck? is Team Eddie. All right. yes, I, I, we're all Team Eddie here, man. Although, like I said. Yeah, who's, who's anti-Eddie? Well, I'm I, Team if Eddie. I remember years ago, this is, and I can't believe that the weird seasons, the way they work out on this show, is now like two or three years ago. But I told you how he gaslit that one crazy chick named Roxy who liked to swim around the mermaid tails all the time. Did they talk about that at all or not even, did it not come up in the reunion? Really? Eddie with and James Captain- and Elizabeth hooking up, I wondered if it would come up that Eddie was banging this, this uh, stewardess while he had a girlfriend behind everybody's back. I feel like Eddie negotiated that into his uh, contract this time that that wasn't going to come up because they never like did any flashbacks to it. They didn't talk about it on the reunion. They did show. once during the season. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah, briefly during the season they showed yeah, her. Yeah, that's too bad. Well, I, Eddie was the the son Captain Lee wishes he could have had, which means. You bang mermaids. That's really what Captain Lee was saying. Nothing about the success or failure of the child, about drug addiction, but you bang chicks that wear mermaid tails. That's what every dad wants for his child. Rico told me that about his son. Just bang a bang a girl with a mermaid That's tail. What I son. tell him uh, every night before bed. <laughs> Kiss him on the forehead. <laughs> yep. Yep. Just pat him on the head. Say, hey, find a mermaid. <laughs> what you need? There, there is worse advice than that. Not the worst yeah. advice. So anything else about Below Deck? Are we uh, leaving this for a while? I mean, I'll just say one more thing. There was a kind of a funny back and forth between Elizabeth and Francesca. And I think Andy Cohen asked something like, well, you know, is there any, do you guys ever get along at all? Was there any time, you know, you guys found something in common or something you like about each other? And Francesca said, well, when I first, you know, met Elizabeth, uh, we had a few laughs. And then Elizabeth, <laughs> Elizabeth said, uh, Something to the effect of, well, I just really like uh, the couple times when Chess showed some vulnerability. Then Captain Lee, for some reason, just started laughing. Like, <laughs> showed him laughing. And so Elizabeth's like, Captain, what, Lee, why are you laughing? Why are you laughing? And obviously, he was caught just laughing at her. But he's like, well, you didn't really answer the question, I don't think. But I, I don't know. It was just a just an awkward moment. He was obviously just caught, just blatantly laughing at her. I just, uh, I just, it's, yeah, it's not, Francesca was crying openly, and that's that's vulnerability. No, that's called bad leadership skills. That's what that's called when you cry mm-hmm. in a boat on your first day when something doesn't work out. Uh, Josh demands. He says no one cares about the show. Get onto the raw dog and cousin fucker. All right, fair enough. Fair yep. enough. So I was going to start with Summer House, but let's go let's go to ninety day. But before we say anything, should we say that we do have a uh, a website? Oh, uh, do we announce do. that before? Rico, do you want it? No, announce it formally and tell people about your your new uh, endeavor. And uh, 
bravoandbeer.com, I believe, right? Yes, Bravo and Beer. And I do a live watch diary, quasi-live watch, where I write down my stream of consciousness while watching these horrible shows. Horrible, but awesome. So uh, go check out the website and uh, my fifth grade writing skills. Yes. One time, maybe. while we're talking about it. They are terrible writing skills, I will say that. But it's entertaining content. You can you really see it to the heart of Rico. It's like is... reading USA Today. It's written for a fifth grade reading. <laughs> Do you remember those Larry King columns in USA Today? Didn't he have a column? It was horrible. He was like well, he was old in college when I used to read the USA Today. And he would have like this column every Monday or Friday or something. It would just be like random thoughts. It's like that Giants Eagles game was crazy. But uh, how about that marching band parade in Ohio? And then he's like, did you see that thing about the manatees? And it was like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? I wore an onion on my belt, as was the style at the time. (laughs) Grandpa Simpson having a newspaper column. I actually need to go look up some Larry King archive columns. They're probably pretty funny. Rest in peace. Listen to our other podcast, King of Kings, the King Column Podcast, anywhere podcasts are where we read you our versions of Larry King's most popular podcast in the voices of five-year-old children. All right, moving on. All right, uh, 90 Day Fiance. Let's start with Stephanie and Ryan. My God. Um, What a disaster. (laughs) So do you think... I was so confused by this. I was like, wait, that's what she's upset about? Because I'm like, she's kind of old. Once you're over the age of 50, are you really concerned about uh, STDs anymore? Should well, you also be? Also, the fact that she her, she has an entire business based around needles. Is she using new needles every time? Uh, oh. She might already have all the STDs. I mean, if you're reusing a couple of Botox needles here and there, there's a lot of blood being squirted around. God knows what she's got. Hepatitis well, should we D? say what she was upset about in case anybody didn't watch the show? I know it's Obviously. hard to imagine someone not watching, but. Well, uh, apparently she brought Ryan all those glow in the dark condoms um, because uh, Rico, clearly. Uh, uh, point, of order, point of order, Rico. Rubbers. Sorry. The rubbers. <laughs> put on the rubber. Because <laughs> people under the age of 70 say rubbers. Yeah. So. Um, Apparently, because it's just common knowledge, Ryan's been cheating with every skank uh, in, where is he, Belize for the last 10 yeah. months? Yeah. And he's a lying piece of shit because he didn't say that he's been cheating. I, it seems kind of like a no-win situation for him. What if he's telling the truth? No, it's that's impossible. Kind of, he didn't fuck everyone. Like That's okay. kind of the theme of the episode is if you just admit that you had cheated and fucked somebody else, this would all go away. Because we had a similar situation with Mike and uh-huh. Natalie. Where she also was like, if he had just to tell me that he fucked that girl, it would be fine. But yeah, similar with Stephanie. She just wants to be like, oh, I was raw dog and every bitch up and down Belize's beach. So she doesn't feel bad about what she did. Right, exactly. Exactly. Which comes around. That's exactly what it is. She's such a fucking piece of garbage. But I also love this. Wait, like, can we just tell about like how the episode starts with her screaming, are you afraid of the truth? And then yelling, Crinkle, 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 Ryan, but no rubber. Pretty funny. I mean, I, I would be pissed too if I thought somebody was using a condom and they hadn't. It's how I had my first child. But here we are. And yet, to your point, it's, if they hadn't been using them, he said that later, like they had never used condoms before either, right? Yeah. Like at any of the yeah. times. Well, I think her reasoning was because 
not saying she's months. right, but because it had been yeah. 10 months and it was obvious that, you know, he cheated because why not? I mean, that's about, she just doesn't <laughs> trust him. <laughs> Does she need to rethink or did she need to rethink whether she um, needed to get married to this guy who obviously has just been cheating on her left and right? Didn't seem to be a problem when she was flying down there. That all of a sudden, that's, no, you've obviously been cheating on me. Well, that's the question that came to my mind, right? She got she's engaged with this guy. She says she loves him. She brings him all these gifts. That's what sprang to my mind a little bit later in the episode. After Ryan, so they have a big fallout, right? And uh and there's a hilarious scene also where she's looking insane, as she is insane, looking for the ring, right? This man that she supposedly loves, this man that she she is gonna marry. And that she had to fly to Belize to, to be with. Frantically searching her room because she thinks he stole the wedding ring that she told him about. She It Which, was like she was hoping that he stole it as yeah, she's looking yeah. around. Like, she wanted she wants him to be the... the maybe he, he did cheat. I mean, he's 22, what, 23? And I she's you, 50? I, why would you 27, not? as she says every time she talks about it's him. Everyone, like 20, is it year mandatory old that you have a 27-year-old fiancé if you're an older woman on 90 Day Fiancé? Because that's, that's how old Zaid is. Yeah, right? it's. I think it's. I, I do think it's mandatory, and that's what I think. Brandon, Julia I was are. hoping I he took the ring too. <laughs> Maurice says he's hoping she took the ring. I know. I wanted him to that take that, that, that fucking gone. ring and throw it in the ocean. <laughs> Not even sell it. What? A, that would be the best kick in the in the the uh, vagina is if he just threw it away. He's like, I don't even want the money. No, he should have taken a video of him going to the pawn shop with the ring. And instead of trading it to the pawn shop, he's like, what's the heaviest thing you have in here? Do you have a a mallet? And he smashes it. (laughs) Like, eh, don't need the money. Yeah. So so she goes nuts looking for it, finds it. He doesn't steal it. But then I love how she's like, you know, this. he leaves because she's a psychopath. He's accusing, accusing him of cheating and all this shit. He leaves. And then this woman who's supposed to be in love with him what happens within the next five minutes? Oh, someone calls on the phone. Who is it? Well, so I was not clear. Did she call him or did he call her? I think I think we missed something. It looked it looked like he called her, but she must have called or texted. I'm guessing she texted him and yeah. he called her back. She's like, oh, please pick up, please pick up. Yeah. I mean, two days earlier or maybe a day earlier, she's crying about what a horrible mistake it was. And then she, it's like, you're just garbage. Yeah. I, I mean, I feel bad for her, not because it's complicated. When I look when I look at this woman's situation, she's obviously has mental problems and you're just watching her totally deteriorate on national television. Maybe not national. Is it national? I don't know. It's national enough. International television. International television. (laughs) It's sad to watch. I mean, obviously her life is pretty much ruined. And uh, I don't know. It's it's just a, a weird well, situation. Well, he calls. So he calls. Right. And Josh just said, didn't she call the psychic first? I don't know if she called the psychic first or not. Here's my theory. Right. My theory is that she texted both the psychic and Harris at the same time, because clearly they're equal levels of influence on her life. Because you lose the love of your life who walks out, by the way, trailed by a, a fat guy drinking a beer and smoking a cigarette the entire way. Who was that fat guy? It was funny because he said, I called a cab. And it just shows him walking off with a fat guy. He's like, he's like, believe they just have you call a cab and a fat guy comes and walks you home. (laughs) Ryan gets on his shoulders and rides him around like in uh, fucking Mad Max beyond Thunderdome. He's like, take me home, chunks. 
So anyway, Ryan walks off with the fat guy. And yeah, so so then she gets this call from Harris number one. I think she texted Harris and the psychic at the same time. However, conveniently, Harris calls first. She talks to him and immediately is like, I, I, I come over. Can you come over? Classy move from a classy yeah. broad who was broken up. I wonder how this happened the last time on this this life-changing mistake you thought you made. <laughs> um, I wonder how far away he lived because, you know, if he's nearby, you'd think he'd be like, all right, I'll be right over. Get well, some at least easy it's not a large island, is it? Well, I mean, it's big enough. Well, big enough, I know. But not- he banged her once before on a night when she, on a dark and stormy night where she was uh, horny and pissed off at Ryan. He's got to be close enough to bang her again on a well, dark yeah, and stormy night when she's pissed but off at Ryan. He's like, I'll be there tomorrow. So he wasn't in any kind of great urgency to see her. Well, he probably had like, to finish eh. having sex with the other 75-year-old woman from America that had flown out to Belize that night. Well, for those of you interested in geography, Belize, in fact, is not an island. But, ah, yeah. yeah I Why would you think it was? Island. I didn't even hear you call it an island. It's no, it's I call it an Central island. America, and I, dumbass. After I said it, I literally was like, well, it's not an island, but let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> I know where Belize is. Belize it or not. <laughs> oh, what a pun. Is that mm. a pun? It's not really a pun. I don't know. It's a plan. Um, but anyways, he uh, didn't seem to be in that great of a hurry. But we do see next week he's going to be there. So uh, yes. I really hope. Psychic. Oh, good. So I was going to, I said this in my live watch, but I hope he brings an application and, or in a resume. And he's like, I hear <laughs> there's an opening at the resort now. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, but I want to be manager. <laughs> uh, I thought it was so funny that she talks to Harris. Right. And then after this one minute conversation, the psychic calls and she's like, hmm. Well, I think, you know, if I'm going to give you advice, uh, totally erase everything you've done with Ryan. He's a terrible person over the last, you know, four years or whatever they've been dating and go with Harris. The guy, the, the guy who banged you once, who's related to his cousin. Yep. That's the wagon you want to hit yourself to, girl. Thank you, psychic, for that brilliant advice. So the thing with Ryan, though. It kind of sucks for him. He, he doesn't realize that he doesn't have a job anymore because oh, he his job definitely knows. You think so? Oh, he know. brought a bag of shit. He brought the bag of shit she brought for him. That's at least two years of salary in Belize. And I think he left a lot of the stuff in the hotel room. But of course, that manager probably they found out a long time ago and they've been yeah. laughing at Stephanie ever since. I hope you're right. I mean, I, I don't know. I hope you're yeah, right. Why are you worried about Ryan? I am well, worried I about Ryan. Look, look Poor at the guy. Soft side of jo- the soft side of jobs. He's worried about right everyone. What? Fucking what is, bleeding what is heart. Ryan, Odie. What is Ryan going to do if he doesn't have his job, his oh, fake crazed, job at the resort? crazed woman, woman comes down maybe. and throws, throws all this money at him. And then it, he's, how's, he gonna, how's he going to get ugly do-rags? He might have to buy them on the street or make them out of seaweed and feces. Gets angry at him for you know, just trying to Raw dogger and just trying to show her a good time. It's sad. You know, Odie, write to your congressman and see if they can include a provision in the COVID-19 relief bill to bail out uh, now unemployed (laughs) Belizean workers who formerly relied on um, super boss from America. I don't even know what to call 
Stephanie, exactly. Got a better chance of that than getting more stimulus money. Oh. Sugar, sugar, super mama. And by the way, just to just to point out how ridiculous this conversation that the Stephanie Harris conversation was. So I like number one. He calls. She knows she's on the on TV. She answers the phone. Number one. That's the number one problem. You answer the phone call from the guy that you cheated on your fiance with. We're still talking about fiance. Stephanie. So yeah, for one second while Rico <laughs> goes to the bathroom or something. Here's my favorite part though. She says to Harris, she has good reason not to trust Ryan. She says this to the guy that she fucked behind her her boyfriend's back. She says, you've been warning me about Ryan. Let's not forget, you guys fucked and you fucked your cousin's girlfriend behind his back. Well, that's how these relationships work. It's like a uh, a Jerry Springer relationship, you know? Yeah. She's dating the guy, fucks his cousin, they have a kid. I mean, we'll come back to this. Maybe it'll be uh, Stephanie and Harris on 90 Day Fiance a year from now. Who knows? I want to see Stephanie as Tariq and Hazel's number three. (laughs) Can we make that happen? Can can Stephanie be... I don't think... Tariq would be very happy with that. Maybe I'm wrong, but I think he might be He's upset. like, damn, damn. You know, there is 90-day precedent for the old switcheroo. If you remember, what's his name? Ricky? I don't remember what season he was on, but he went down, to, I think, to Columbia to meet Wait, some he, really... Was huh? he a black dude? Was Ricky a black no, dude? He was, he was from... Columbus, actually, which obviously all the best 90 day characters are from Ohio. All of them. But he went down. There was some super hot Colombian girl that he had been sending a bunch of money to. And uh, she met him once for like an hour. And he kept texting her like for the next four days, like meet again. And she would just gradually contact him less less and less. And then he finally was like, all right, well, I'm going to contact this other girl. Uh, that I had been messaging before. And he proposed to her with the ring that he was going to give to the other girl. It was amazing. How quickly? Like three days later. While he was on the same two-week trip. That man, they talk about how men have the ability to partition their emotions off. That guy is a hero. He should write a book. See, well, you got to realize when you have sunk costs, the investment is lost. (laughs) Be ready to pivot and go. He's, he's like, he's he like, was a big listener to Odie's wealth management podcast. Exactly. <laughs> he's like, I only laid the foundation out there. I didn't build the basement. I didn't dig the basement. So I'm good. Wow. Awesome. All right. Who's next? Rico, you're still muted. Excellent work. Excellent work. All right. Well, let's go to Brandon and Julie. I, I got to say, um, who are, Brandon. Who are we saving in this episode if we're going through all these? I don't know. Channels? I don't have any notes this week because they're all online, but I don't have those. Oh. I, I can't even, like, I'm to the point I can't even watch Brandon anymore. Like, yeah. it's, he's, it makes wanna, me mad. I, I literally want to, I want to beat the shit out of Brandon so badly. Like, I can't, he's such a fucking bitch. And the way he did Julia, he, I thought he did her dirty before. Throwing her under the bus where like, oh, well, she just wants to have sex with me, mom. But this episode, he fucking threw under the bus so hard. So, it will Rico, take us into it. Uh, well, Rico's eating. I'll take us into it. Oh, so, no. I just had a, a little trail mix. Okay. Eat your eat your trail mix and t- tell us about what brings us to the point before Brandon gets to uh, to tell his parents the news. 
Well, from from my memory, uh, they're driving down the, the road somewhere, and Julie's like, "I was, I felt a little sick this morning," and they're both like, "Oh no, obviously that means you're pregnant." He never, at least on camera, they never asked the question, uh, "Are you late on the period?" Or you know, maybe you're just a little sick. Never seemed to come up, but obviously, Brandon's first thought is. Well, I better go tell mommy and daddy that you might be pregnant. Like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? Have you ever, maybe, I mean, maybe ask her, is this something? Like, do you get sick in the morning? Like, do you have, I mean, a lot of people just have issues with that. They get a little yeah. nauseous from time to time. Doesn't mean yeah. you're pregnant. Yeah. Or there's even things these days where you can get at a grocery store or wherever and you pee on a stick and it tells you if you're pregnant or not. Maybe yeah. take a couple of those. That's the thing that's mom. so ridiculous. And Julia clearly wants to wait. And she says, like, why don't we wait? Why are we telling him now? And I remember she had some great lines. Uh, yeah, yeah, this one. He not know what do, he call parents. Yes. Yes, he does, Julia, Russian-speaking uh, English. I mean, it's like, what kind of an idiot? Just because you're scared because you have a kid, why would you do it? You're going to scare them. You're going to screw yourselves up. You're going to get them all riled up. And now they're going to expect the worst case scenario, right? You just made progress getting to be in the same room. And now as soon as you're in the same room, you get pregnant because you're fucking in the room that they're worried about. So you just undid all the good. It's just so stupid. But then my favorite thing was they go out to tell them on the, on the porch to play in Jenga. Brandon's mom has a giant glass of wine, huge glass of wine. Tell them. And then, Brandon's which makes me dad, like her a little bit more. Not gonna lie, they seemed Agreed. better this week. They did seem better, but he tells them right. They finally release the news, and what does Brandon do? He blames Julia for being pregnant. That was a. I mean, that was absurd. How? It was how? I cannot believe she has not just the way knocked him the fuck out. The way that it went down, like uh, you know. The dad, I think the dad's saying to him, well, you know, you, you knew this would happen. And Brandon's like, oh, don't, don't preach to me. Trust me. I've been telling her. You know, yeah. I've been telling, like, what, what are you talking about? Like, what are you talking about? I have been telling her every time I come in her, I say, day, Julia, don't get pregnant. And I like also, he's like, he's like, well, we've been using the pullout method and it's worked so far. Like, well, that's how that method works. It works. Right up until, until it doesn't. doesn't. Work you know what? The same <laughs> method works the, the same same way. Just coming in chicks. It works right <laughs> up until it doesn't. And then they get pregnant. You should have been doing that the whole time. You would have had so much more fun. <laughs> but yeah. He acted like he was the Michael Jordan of pulling out, though. It's <laughs> like. <laughs> he also has a gambling problem, though, like Michael Jordan. He's like, oh, man. He's like, I'm, I'm great at it, but. I put in five, ten thousand dollars. That's why I can't afford to move out with Julia because I'm losing ten thousand dollars on pulling out contests. Anywho, um, yeah, I don't understand how you could throw Julia under the bus. Her face was pretty good when he said that. She was, I mean, she was shocked, but then I'm thinking, why are you shocked? He always just weasels out of trying to take any responsibility for anything. He's such a little pussy. Yep. I, God, it makes me so yeah, angry. Yeah, the problem is she's starting to get used to him being just a complete bag of shit and always missing expectations. So I think she's becoming like numb to it almost. 
takes her a minute to be like, oh yeah, that's not a normal thing for a, well, my fiance to be saying is it's all it's, my fault. It's, <laughs> the, it's the, it's the English. It's like, you know, it, it's got Rico. It's gotta be like when your Chinese girlfriend, same thing. When you insult her or tell her that she's got to build a railroad, whatever it might be that you're doing. That's terrible. <laughs> that was a text conversation this morning. But as a matter of fact, a railroad. <laughs> you can't send it in text. She probably can understand it quicker. But it's emojis. <laughs> universal choo choo uh, no I'm sure it's the same thing like where it's like you know she's th- she hears it but then she has to digest it translate it into Russian and then back into English she'll be like that's motherfucker <laughs> you know like such a douche and then like he's such a little worm too like just like uh, the fact that he did it but then also you see his dad basically be like our son's an idiot where he's like, he says to like Hawk face, uh, what I call her, uh, the Hawk cunt machine, you know, whatever, Afro, Afro Hawk. He turns Betty? to the mom. Yeah, yes, Betty. He turns to the also mom known like, as Betty. As Betty. <laughs> he turns to the mom, he's like, why would you not take the test first yeah. before you tell us? Yeah. I'm saying what every rational person's thinking. That's yeah. That is the most rational thing that his dad has I said. I don't even on the think show. you have to be rational to think that. Like if you, if you stopped a homeless guy in the middle of a crack binge and said, "My girlfriend threw up this morning. I'm gonna go tell my parents." The homeless guy would say, "Why don't you fucking take a test first? The homeless guy would actually say, "How much? How much did she do, man? Did you put some adrenaline in her heart? Yeah, exactly. Be shaking." <laughs> How much do you want? What, what can I sell you? <laughs> you want to huff this bag of poop with me? Uh, did you oh. did you pick up when uh, when the dad goes? Well, you know, you, you could take a test, and Brandon's like, "Oh, don't worry, I'll, I'll buy the test, Dad." Like he's like, no, "I wasn't offering to buy a test. You, you go buy the test, you fucking idiot." <laughs> I was kind of hoping that one of the parents would be like, "Well, we got tests for the horses. You want to pee on one of those?" Well, did you see like? It was or the big a big meme like Brandon probably in the first or second week he's sitting at the kitchen table with Julie and in the background there's fifty things of protein powder for some reason there's just in shelves and shelves in his room there full is, yeah. of protein powder so I'm wondering if they just buy stuff in bulk and the moms <laughs> obviously we've heard the rumors are in the swinger community and sure and they're a little they're, bit up there in age but maybe some of the people preppers. yeah. Maybe some of the people they hang out with are not, you know, older, and maybe they just have bulk uh, pregnancy tests if the occasion calls funny. for. It. See what Brandon, Brandon could have done? He could have blamed it on his mom by saying, "Well, mom, we were just in the hot tub and we couldn't wear clothes, so you know, <laughs> this kind of your fault, really." My my cum floated through the water. <laughs> mom, you got to set that hot tub to boiling temperature, cum killing temperature. I told you once. I told you a thousand times. That's what the dad would have said. Betty, I told you once, I told you a thousand times, come killing temperature in the tub. And now a quick word from a podcast we enjoy, guys. Like having a drink and talking films? Yup. The Adult Beverage Film Podcast is your go-to podcast. Right, start. Join the conversation and listen to film industry producers, actors, directors, writers, share all of their experiences in the film industry. Expand your mind into films you've already seen. Plus, find new films to watch in the future. Visit adultbeverage.net or go to your favorite podcast platform and listen to Adult Beverage Film Podcast episodes today. Um, I was really hoping she would be pregnant too, so that the mom could offer to birth the calf 
You know, like I'm sure they, you know, it's a, it's a farm. They got to birth something there. So she'd be just giving birth in the hay, like Jesus, like baby Jesus in the manger. All oh, right. Also, should we, Oh, one more, more. Thing to add. one more thing to add. Just that also they do the test, right? And we just saw Joby and Yara where Joby insisted on two tests. And apparently that's a smart thing to do. And Yara also said that even if it tests negative, that sometimes it's too many hormones. This is a thing. My wife confirmed it. Who could probably hear me because the doors in my house don't fucking shut. She, she's she listening like this. She's, if she was listening against she the just, door, she it would just falls close. through the door. <laughs> no, the door would close if she was listening to it. I wish she would. It would keep the sound quality better. But take oh yeah, your ass. doors don't close. That's what I'm saying. I can't say anything like I can't talk about any of the things I like to talk about. So anyway, like the whole thing, like take two tests. They take one test. They're like, okay, great. And then they go and play this stupid douche little game. Like little fucking bitch boy Brandon, such an immature asshole. He goes out and he's like, well, we don't know if she's pranked yeah. or not. She's so definitely funny. has something to tell you. It's like, yeah, real funny asshole. Like just fucking tell him. Quit being a dick. He's so, like, God, the parents should have been like, you know what? It wouldn't matter to us if you weren't a fucking loser and you could pay your own bills. But yeah. Obviously, we're going to have to pay for it. So, yeah, let's just Awful. give us the information. Ugh. He's the worst. All uh, right. Who's uh, next? Well, let's go to a boring couple and bang them out real quick. Tariq and Hazel. I bang, can't even bang remember them what out they real did. quick. Yeah. Uh, they did nothing, I think. Uh, I don't I mean, even watch them. I'm, I'm going to just be honest. I don't even watch them anymore. I skip them. Yeah. They seem to like each other. It's kind of disappointing. I mean, who likes that? Awful. Um, the biggest drama is Hazel trying to find another girl, which obviously maybe that'll add some interest to their relationship. Yeah. On well, you know, Tariq's friend, uh, Angela or something, whatever her name was, nails it immediately. She's like, whatever. Well, why are they telling her this? Yeah. Other than the, the producer's telling them to tell her. Cause like, okay, that's what you sit down. Hey, we're uh, shopping around for a new girlfriend to bring to our sex life friend. <laughs> Great. <laughs> awesome. Cool. All right. Well, uh, what, why are you telling me this? And also the, her face when they told her was hilarious. Just like shock and awe. But also she nails it. She's like, what are you doing? Take the time alone. You've barely been together. You're living yeah. in the first time. And also let's not forget that he has an autistic daughter that lives with him half the time. I got to think it's going to be a little bit strange and confusing for this girl when they start bringing a third woman to the house. No, well, he, he did say noises. no third woman around his kid. So that's. Ah, okay. Well, they're taking precautions. Yeah. That's the good news. It's, it's a stupid plan. It's probably something you should say for, you know, after 10, 20 years of marriage, but yeah. You know, like the Larry, you guys plan. be you. On Kirby Enthusiasm, where he has that 10-year clause after marriage for 10 years, he's allowed to bang somebody else. That's that's perfect. Yes. I mean, you should live your life by Larry David's rules and Kirby Enthusiasm. He seems Honestly. pretty successful. Yeah. Pretty successful. All right, All right. Who's next? Let's see. Who's Okay, let's go to Mike and Natalie. Um, they're kind of short and boring. Mike does not. He finally had a motion this week. Like he just wasn't just his normal boo, boo, boo self. Uh, <laughs> well, because he was getting attacked. He was getting attacked yeah, a little bit. So. Yeah, I thought that well, was just they were more come out and say you don't want to fucking marry the person. <laughs> he did. Like, I think he well, did. Well, finally, it's been two months. <laughs> like, this well, isn't new information. 
Well, we found out somewhat. I thought we never found out before that she had a resentment towards him that she thought he cheated on her because he slept over it, which the whole situation doesn't really add up. I mean, maybe, maybe Mike's some sort of super dick that we don't know about that gets to bang people on their wedding night. But that's what do you mean by super dick? Like he has a super dick or he is a super dick? Like he's got some sort of super machismo, maybe from being in the car for so long, he just builds up a musk that women can't deny. But anyway, the point is, he supposedly has a best friend who gets married. He goes and he's her best man at the wedding, right? Oh, it was a person who got married? I thought he went as like a date with a friend. No, he was the best man in the wedding. And he slept on her couch the night before she got married. And Natalie thinks that they fucked the night before the wedding. Because he got high and woke up naked on the couch. Yeah. And Natalie overheard naked, on the not phone naked, without a shirt, without a shirt on. Yeah. And Natalie overheard on the phone. She said some, she said something like, I'm going to get a shower. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Maybe he's got super Musk, Musk dick. I don't know. Maybe he's Elon Musk of dicks, but whatever happened, I doubt it played out like Natalie thinks. I doubt he banged anybody on their wedding night. How does Elon Musk come into this with his dick? I don't understand. No, no, he's the Elon Musk because I was talking about his male Musk and his penis. God, guys, keep up. I, I didn't get it either. You lost me. I thought you were talking about like investments. Although now we can Bitcoin tag Elon Musk in this episode. Yeah. So. He's that a big is, listener, actually. He can blow us up like Bitcoin. or Dogecoin. Once we go, our IPO is going to be ridiculous for this show. <laughs> Can't wait. I don't know what our internet internet our penis offering is. Assets and you, uh, we send you dick pics. Income potentialist. Yeah. <laughs> I, I signed up your IPO and you keep sending me pictures of your penises. Please stop. No. If you read the fine print, it said internet penis offering, madam, and you will not be taken off of this mailing list. <laughs> stocks? What, you thought you got stocks? No, no, no. Stocky. Stock like the stockiness of our, our wangs. Madam, I can't tell you how to read a contract. <laughs> So Natalie thought that uh, one more uh, therapy session would work. <laughs> I don't think when neither person loves the other, I don't think that's uh, one more se- therapy session type material. Yeah. Well, and also just go back to the whole stupid cheating thing. You know, also what doesn't help after you've already been not getting along, hating each other, yelling at your guy, accusing him of cheating, telling him you don't trust him. Telling him he's ugly. <laughs> Did you catch that awesome line? Yeah. She's like, I'm much beautiful than you. <laughs> She's, She's like, so I fucking conceited. <laughs> I mean, she is better looking than him. I mean, obviously. she is, but she's not. I mean, she's no, uh, she's no fucking, I mean, she you know, has terrible Helen, hair. Uh, Queen of Troy. Like, I don't know what Ter- she's doing with her. She perm. doesn't have a great face overall. No. I mean, she's and got, she doesn't nice move her body. lips when she talks. You, you don't think that's natural? That perm? It probably is. Probably is natural. But it's terrible. I don't, Make it. Yeah. What? Straighten it. She can't leave know. the house. She's. What she, do you have against curly haired people? Where is she getting. You? That curly hair does not work on her. Some curly-haired people works not on her. Yeah, whatever. I mean, she is better looking than him, but that's not a. She is better looking. Obviously, she's better looking than him. I mean, if we're going to debate that, that's bringing it up when you're like, "Oh, I just you know, let's get married. Why don't I have my ring?" And then yelling at him that you're much better looking than him and that he's a cheating asshole. This is not the road to getting married. Just FYI, folks. Also, we found out, or at least I found out, I hadn't heard this before, but how it went down, how she threw the ring at him, 
or threw it in the suitcase, and he just went right to the airport because he had a plane to catch. So probably yeah. the, the worst possible way to have that happen, I'm sure. Yes. Apparently, they're on season seven, which I am watching in my spare time to catch up. That's the only which season I have not seen. Rico's very limited spare time, so it's split into five-minute <laughs> increments um, when he's taking it's a It's usually shift. on Fridays because I like to watch TV while I'm at the gym on my phone. So. Well, let's say what's the best way if you're gonna if you're gonna throw someone's ring back at them and break and and break off an engagement? What's the best scenario? I mean, I think the best scenario might be that you get on a plane and go. Otherwise, you just sit there with this ring and you're like, "What the fuck?" Then you got to talk about it. Why did he bring her? Why did did he pay for her plane ticket over? Because it seems like she's like, "I got approved. I'm coming." And he's like, "Yay!" I don't know. And she's obviously heading back. I think they previewed that at the beginning of the season. And he's going to have such a sigh of relief when she's gone. She's like, oh, Uncle Bo, first phone call. He'll call Uncle Bo faster than Stephanie yeah. called Harris. First phone call, hairdresser, guaranteed. <laughs> it's going to be it's gonna be Mike and Uncle Bo. Like, you know those scenes where they're running across a field and they hug? It's going to be Mike and Uncle Bo, except it's going to be a frozen pond over the goldfish. And they just run and hug and fireworks go off above their heads. Be awesome. That'll be a tearjerker. I no. miss you so much. I only finished half of my PBR pounds. I leave the second half for you, Mike. <laughs> um, yeah. So who else we got? Uh Jovi and uh what's her name? Yara. Jovi and Yara and Rebecca and Zed. All right. Um let's go to Rebecca and Zed real quick. All right. She's I mean, uh, ugly, ugly chicks stay mad for a while. If you uh, are talked to by hot chicks that you don't know are talking to you because they may or may not be interested into you. Just remember the, the way his her family has treated him, the way um, she kind of talks to him and, and her fucking friends come over and and call him basically call him a scammer and his sin is like not recognizing that allegedly someone is hitting on him but she probably wasn't even hitting on him she was just being a sincere person and offering help just the way they just the way they cut the video they make it look like she's like staring at him when probably in reality none of that was happening yeah she's probably staring at onion rings you know (laughs) delicious delicious hot wings on somebody's plate but also he's just like it's not like he was like oh yeah it's a you know it's like it played out like a porno in the in the, the old porno videos where he's like, "Oh, you want to help me move? You know, <laughs> are you going to help me carry something big? You know, like there's <laughs> of these lines that Zed's laying down. You are know you what else? Get he... down on your knees. Get it? That would be awesome if he was said that. I don't like it. Well, you know what else he did wrong this episode? He uh, played well with children. Because yeah, that, that was terrible. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Like, that's a that's a catch twenty two. <laughs> then it makes what then the it fuck? makes her feel bad that she can't have children. Why would you be good with children? It's terrible. Like, uh, what am I supposed to do here? I'm nice just, to everyone, and it's just getting me into trouble. He should just run in and start just punching the children randomly in the face, and she'd be like, "Thank God, you put all my fears to bed." <laughs> By far, though, the worst up. thing that Zayed did during this whole, you know, whole episode, walking too fast. 
Just wa- walking. He's just oh, walking too fast that. to the car. Because Slow she down. parked so fucking far away. It's absurd. <laughs> He's like, we got to get there, and you park a mile away. I got to walk fast. Well, and also, Tunisia, have- I think women have to walk two steps behind you. So he's just trying to keep the customs, which she knows she doesn't care about. They should have like a bus at that apartment building, where like, just like a shuttle bus that goes from like little bus stop to bus stop. Like, I'm in uh, C4 Orange. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, get you there. Yeah. Uh, can we also talk about the fact that. Uh, Somebody like Rebecca goes in, she's like, oh, well, this is, you know, Zied doesn't, he's actually Brandon's, you know, or whatever's grandfather. And it's like, well, number one, you're not married yet. Let's keep that in mind. He's not anybody, he's his stepfather. He's not, he's not your stepfather. But also, did anybody else notice the tattoo on her son Brandon's wife's arm? Who I was that? I noticed tattoo it of? not Ross being Perot? attractive, but was I didn't. Ross Perot. I see I what it was. Not, I did not notice a face. I think I'm it, guessing it was not Ross Perot. That would be, be a very random. It, it was an elderly man with gray hair that looked. How like many Ross people younger than us know who Ross Perot is? Like, all four? right, I'll make a different reference. Okay, like her grandfather or something. Was it? I, well, I don't. It just was like the weirdest tattoo. That was a huge tattoo on her arm with a gray-haired man staring out at you uh, very intently. Is it uh, Ron Paul? Oh, maybe it's one. Uh, that's all I got. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's, See, it's let's a normal situation. Yeah, yeah. Well, as is uh, being with his fiance, it's kind of a no win. But anyway, that's his choice. So wish him luck. All right, Jovi and Yara. Whether or not, well, okay, he does. She does push him on whether or not he wants kids or not. She's like, well, we've talked about it many times. She's like, well, I just don't know. You know, if you change your mind, and you want kids later. You're not allowed to divorce me. He's like, okay. Like, <laughs> like what are you what? supposed to say? Oh, to is this a, a super special marriage? No divorce allowed? <laughs> oh, shit. Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> it might have been Jeff Sessions. Nobody knows. If, if you don't know who Ross Perot is, they're they don't Georgia, know though. Sessions. Jeff Sessions is an Alabama kind of guy. So that's yeah. true. And those two states hate each other. So you wouldn't be swapping back yeah. and forth. Yeah. Now, yeah. all right. Next. And then we'll Yo, get to Jovi and Yara. Episode. Jovi, awesome. um, I don't really trust his count on the alcohol where he's like, I've only had five. I don't believe that. Well, it's like we talk, it's doctor math. It's the same thing we <laughs> talked about before, or wife math, whatever you're at. It's doctor math. How many do you drink a week between five and Divide six? Divide by four. And... How many beers would make you upset? Let's say one exactly, less than that. Exactly. Yeah. And Jovi clearly... <laughs> Jovi clearly said the answer she thought she wanted to hear, and she's like, "No," and she's right. I mean, J- Yara's right. <laughs> she Jovi's sees him drink. Right he probably finishes a beer when he's drinking, like every fifteen minutes. She's like, "I've seen you have a beer in your hand for the last six hours. There's no way you've had five beers." <laughs> Also, he has a permanent. If you're a man, it's like a, it's like a fucking redneck to Jeff Foxworthy joke. If you're a guy who owns it was Jeff Foxworthy, own... that was a tattoo. He's a Georgia guy, <laughs> but now Jeff Foxworthy without the red hair, he's got gray. <laughs> she had to like write him a fan letter and say, "I want to get a tattoo, but I need a current picture." She had to talk. To, she's she actually got the tattoo to look like Jeff Foxworthy in the future. So she's like to like a crime, you know, like a police of the crime makeup uh, artist. She's like Stephanie want- Psychic. 
<laughs> can you tell me what Jeff Foxworthy will look like in 20 years when I can get him? I want him to make sure he sees this tat and knows we're supposed to be together. So, anyway. I can guarantee you nobody. Not, none of the uh, 90 Day Fiance review shows out there. No other show is spending this much time getting into the crucial topic of the tattoo. <laughs> you're, never, you're not going to get this kind of hardcore analysis. But uh, I lost my fucking train of thought. God damn it. Oh. Just the fact that he has that fucking that train and that uh, that fucking nonstop bottle cooler. It's like it's like the fanciest beer koozie I've ever seen in my life. I have to think there's like they go in the freezer. It goes over the top of the beer, has a bottom that connects on. Do you know what I'm talking about? He had it in the car with him. Ah, I nope. didn't notice it. Yeah, well, it's How like I mean, it, she was talking about it on the show because he brought it in the cab. My wife was like, "Did did Joby stop?" On the way to the party to get a beer, I'm like, no. He brought it from home in the cab. He has his own specialty. He has a packaging that he makes it so special. It's Louisiana. You're allowed to do that. You're allowed to. You can do whatever you, you want. Are, Take a beer with you everywhere. There's no way in hell Jovi goes anywhere without a beer. Oh, nice. Kim bought 16 ounce Bud Lights in honor of Jovi's dad. Good job. Aluminum Kim. cans in Texas. Well, obviously, aluminum cans in Texas. Well, did we uh, talk about? Do you have to buy them in singles, or do they sell them in like a no, case? No, no. They sell. Kim already told us last okay, week they I sell them. In, they no. sell them in, in cases. But no, Joby's got an entire like Voltron setup that that assembles around the beer to keep it cold and fresh. We get, we're, I'd like we're to see Joby go to the gym because I guarantee he has a beer. Like, <laughs> people take their water bottles or have their protein smoothies, and he's like, he's got a he's got a couple pounders in like his. Uh, Walker, he goes to refresh after every set. If Jovi was smart, he'd have a protein beer that you could just buy and drink. But that's the, that's his thing. It's called Jovi Brew. But it's a hell of an idea. Let's get back to Jovi's mom throws a big party, right? We got to get through this because we got to get to Summer House. We're getting, this is going to be a fucking long episode. So she's right. having a big party. It would suck if you're Yara, right? You're pregnant. You're tired. You're shitty. You don't want a big party. But you go, you can't even drink. You got to talk to all these assholes you don't know. Horrible. However, Yara does seem to appreciate it because she's like, at least she gives a fuck, unlike my horrible shitbag drunk fiance. Or she handled the, the amount of people at that party far better than I thought she would have. And Jovi's parents were much cooler than I thought they had been last week. Yeah. Like they were like, like, Watching the mom, and she was genuinely excited that Yara was pregnant, and Jovi's dad seemed happy. Like they're very welcoming towards her. It seems like yeah. I think partially well, because they were probably drunk, but I, I don't want to, you know, discount well, that. Asian culture is to be drunk ninety five percent of the time. So what does it matter if they were drunk? <laughs> there you go, exactly. Yeah, I also I was shocked. Like the mom, I expected them to be like, "Oh, this proves what we were talking about." She's just trying to get, uh, you know, she got you laid up here so that she has a baby in the country. But they were seriously happy. I will say though, the best part of the maybe the episode was when they're slow dancing, which is weird at an engagement party. They had a slow dance. It's by but- far the best part of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> The slow dancing, right? And and Joby's parents look over and they go, "Oh, you can just tell, you know." The mom goes, you, "You can just tell they're so in love." And then it just cuts back to Joby and Yara, and Joby's like being a drunk dick, and she's like, "I hate you." <laughs> During the but slow, those dance. are the couples that last. I'm telling you, they're gonna make it. At least it's out in the open. At least they're not you know driving those emotions deep down inside. 
But yeah, Jovi was such a fucking asshole during the entire party. You're like, Yara talked about him ditching her. You literally see him walk away and just fuck off with his friends. She doesn't know anybody there. Anybody there. He fucks off with his friends. She's yelling he at him. He doesn't get to him. see him, except apparently every day when he's hanging out <laughs> drinking with him. It's the Jovi ways. Jovi ways. <laughs> he's a character, and he definitely had fun at that party. So I guess yep. kudos to him. I'm not going to yeah, lie. Out of, out of all the uh, people on 90 Day, I would like to go drinking with Jovi the most. No, oh, it's not even a question. Oh, for sure, Jovi. But at the end of the episode, before we move on, uh, I did think it was interesting. You guys watched that with the producers. They went outside, and the producers are like, so, uh, how do you feel about the party? And Yara was like, well, it was nice that they were here, but, you know, Jovi's an asshole. He left me. He doesn't give a shit. He doesn't care. And he's like, yeah, I don't. It's like, okay, well. There you go. And then, God, what did she say, Odie? Do you remember? It was like some some follow-up where she was like, do you, she's like, I don't feel like uh, you don't give me anything. You don't come to check on me. You don't whatever. And Jovi said something like, welcome to pregnancy. And then she's like, I just, I, you, you piss me off. I don't even want you here. And he's like, all right, later. And it's like, yeah. pieces well, out, I mean, walks away. We talked about this a little bit before, you know, how, and I'll take it a step farther with, with Jovi. We're a little, you know, psychoanalysis, if that's the right word. But Jovi, Jovi Wade's guy who uh, the past several years has made his, uh, made his living in the strip clubs, probably treating strippers like shit in order to get their attention, in order to get, you know, get them to uh, recognize him, maybe take him home. <laughs> Doesn't mouth, actually I, I guarantee- work in long-term relationships, though, Jovi. Does not well, work too not. well. I was going to say, I bet he gets, with those fucking chompers of his, I bet how he beds strippers is he goes to the strip clubs and bites through the stripper poles with his teeth. What do you think? Just one bite. <sighs> it's like a, it's like Dave Portnoy with the pizza. The pizza reviews, one bite. Everyone knows the rules. Jovi walks in a strip club. One bite. Everyone knows the rules. He bites through a stripper pole. <laughs> the, stripper, the stripper's at the top. She's like, what? Just falls straight down because he bit it halfway down. Uh, Jovi, what a piece of shit. What a piece of shit. All right. Well, he's entertaining. Yeah. Well, oh, right. but they're, they are by far, I think, I mean, I hate Brandon the most. I hate Brandon again is Leapfrog Mike. Last week, Mike, Leapfrog Brandon. I'm now on team, now, I'm on team Mike again. I, at least, I don't know who to root for with these Yeah, two. it's, it's a back and forth game between them. It really is. Yeah. They're both. It's going to come down to the wire. Who has but the ball man, last? I, I really, I came, I really came around on Yara. I'm Team Yara all the way now. Yeah, she seems very reasonable, and uh, you know, she's good looking for the most part. So well, she's right; she can do a hell of a lot better than Jovi. Yeah, I mean, she is yeah. definitely smart. I mean, she she's there's nothing. Well. She's there's nothing she's complained about that's unreasonable. I mean, there no. was some or some stuff, some small stuff early on when she got there, like stuff with the carpet, like making demands. But in reality. You know, when the chick moves into your place, they're going to freaking change a lot of stuff. But True. All right, gentlemen. Last show of the evening. It's only taken an hour and five minutes to get here. Summer House. I know. Summer House. Well, we got to, we got to, God, I got to pee again. We got to uh, do the it's, tradition. Oh, God. Can we just get you some diapers for the love of God? Well, hey, we get a, give me a sponsor. Can we get a sponsor here, Odie? Can you get me some Depends as a sponsor? Then I'll use them every show. Fantastic. I have half a beer to uh, to drink here. so I got my uh, red uh, Solo cup that I was using on, what, Sunday? 
Well, I have a real Bravo beer bong. Aren't you guys glad we stopped doing this every show? You know, I was talking to a guy who just started listening to to the podcast. And he's like, oh, I just listened to the first two episodes. I'm excited to see who wins those bets. And I was like... I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, I don't even remember. What were the bets? I don't know. I don't know. I was like, well, I hope you stay excited uh, and then forget because I forgot. I don't know what I don't know what you're talking about. I have no clue. But thank God we don't do the Bravo Beer Bong every show. This show you know, is going to be called Bravo Beer Bong. Thank God that didn't happen. One of the uh I think it was like the second or third episode, I was fucking wrecked because I was drinking a lot during that. Like I drank like a bottle of wine after we did a couple of the beer bongs well, shame on you for not being that drunk the rest of the show I, like, I, I don't want to feel this way every thursday morning this is stupid for what well i have a new there. business i have a very important new business call tomorrow at 8 a.m but here i am bonging for you I got, people i, I hope all, you all it's only like there. nine o'clock there so whatever got all kinds of shit to do tomorrow i gotta finish editing another podcast tonight after this but you know i'm here nobody cares about your other podcast listen to odie's other podcast called the other podcast where he actually edits the ends of other podcasts together just the bullshit that nobody gives a fuck about people talking about i don't know shitting their pants in the subway edits them together into a new show called odie's the other podcast anywhere podcasts are heard Let's Actually, do it. The, the other podcast is a great name for a podcast. But anyway, let's go. Here we go. Yes. Bravo Beer Bong. I think from uh, now on, I'm just going to fake drinking. I actually beat Odie. Oh, God. I'm chugging from a can. Of course you beat me. Kidding me? What is right? This, the look on your face. you not beat me? Like, if you Dude, didn't look, beat me, that would be weird. The look on your face. You were drinking half a beer, and the look on your face was so pained, you wouldn't think you were <sighs> Ryan eating Stephanie's pussy. Man up. <laughs> drinking Sierra Nevada. Do you, you, ever, you want me you to send you a watch? That? You, Do you want me to send you several watches from Wish.com, Odie, <laughs> so taken, suck it up? You ever taken a sip of a pale ale in your life? Probably Odie, not. Odie, you want me to send Can't Harris over it. your house Can't to fuck it. you so you cannot be a bitch? When your you body would beer? reject it. So, uh, unrelated related topic. Do you know what three weeks from today is? Your birthday. No. St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day. Which is on a Wednesday. Okay. Oh, we could just oh. do the all-time. Well, it would be a terrible idea. But uh, what? I guess be. the week I have to go back to work. So uh, What? Drink from? Well, uh, Rico, you're going to fly out? I might. Uh, if LA is fun. You, you know I, I'm going to take the day off. I, I actually doubt, have a... I have a hearing that day, a phone hearing, but it's at 10.30 Central Time, which makes it 8.30. So I was doing the math in my head. I'm like, well, that would only be three and a half hours of drinking. I could could probably go That's only two hours. 8.30. Well, uh, oh, yeah. The bar's open at 6. That's only two hours drinking. You'll be fine. You can definitely. that's what I was figuring. So it's like I I could still work and drink. I think you should definitely fly out. We'll do a full day of drinking and then record the podcast. And by record the podcast, I mean record the podcast. <laughs> Yell at Odie. It'll be the it'll be the debut of the other podcast. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> well, we'd have to record a day later, I think. Hungover. I mean, hungover could be funny too, though. Well, I'm, I'm sure I'll fly home on the red eye stinking. That again. night? 
Oh, I, Why would yeah. you do that? Because I did that last stay time. Stay a couple days. Oh, you're crazy. Don't you have to get like a COVID test to get back into Ohio? No, that I'm aware of. If you stayed at my house, we we don't give COVID tests. We give COVID. It's Pennsylvania, the, I mean, Pennsylvania, you still have to take a freaking COVID test if you come in or you leave. It's absurd. How do they know when you land at the airport? They tell you. I don't. I mean, I don't know how enforceable it is, but that like is what you're supposed to do. I mean, I, there's no one to enforce it here. It, there's even so if that many was people going through, how we have to. Uh, this is, we have to have your. Well, we're getting. This, I don't want to get into yeah, yeah. the political Whatever. aspect. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I need God to pee. Damn, go pee. I'll I'll kind of set up Summer House a little for Odie since you didn't watch. Yeah. Set it up. Set up for All right. There's really only two people we need to. T- well, I guess it's three because there's a little bit of a love triangle. There's Hannah, who is a podcaster, using my air quotes. Mm. Um, Luke who is a basically like a male model slash entrepreneur. Um, One thing to know about Hannah is she's not good looking and she doesn't have a good personality and she's very annoying. Luke, I don't know about his personality. He's a good looking guy. So right there, there's a mismatch. Luke brings with him to this summer house, a uh, very attractive woman. She's also a model, but she's also an ER nurse. She's like <laughs> kind of a, a woman of many talents. Model slash ER nurse. Not many yeah. uh, titles like that. It's a very yeah. unusual combination. She seems very nice, very cool. Uh, she's obviously very hot. Does she very do TikTok hot. dances? I'm, I'm yeah. back. Hold on. I got to add one more thing in here. Oh, I'm sure her TikTok dances were the most popular <laughs> in the world. She's super hot. But... You were talking about how e- model ER nurse, weird combination. You forgot one thing with Luke's description. He is a jewelry designer slash model slash hockey coach. Oh, yeah. It's it's probably I – I challenge <laughs> anyone else out there to send us a resume of a person with that exact same uh, job description. <laughs> Wait, so like, like, a to- watch, like a watch model like George Costanza? He makes his own like jewelry. Like a hand model? This is new, by the way. Him making his own jewelry is just like Hannah being a podcaster is new since she was on this show because she was just some talentless piece of shit before and is still a talentless piece of shit, but now is an audience. Uh, I don't know when he became a jewelry designer. That's that's recent. He a was jewelry a jewelry designer. I thought you said jewelry model. That would be no, impressive. Jewelry designer. He's a model. Slash model. <laughs> okay. Slash okay. hockey coach. And he was that's building a table this episode for unclear reasons. To but, make uh, jewelry on or to hockey coach on. I don't know. Yeah. It'd be funny it if he built very a tiny, one of those tiny hockey tables that you yeah, have in bars. Like, he's like, building he's a foosball table or something. It'd be so funny if he made the little <laughs> hockey table and he's like, he's like, oh, this is for hockey, hockey coaching. And it's just the little sticks you turn. <laughs> uh, uh, so Hannah goes to, what's her name? Ciara last week. Because obviously she sees Luke super into this uh, super hot chick, shockingly. And she's like, do you know me and Luke were like full on dating last year? And this girl's like, really? Huh? And But this girl says to the camera, she's like, you know, I don't know if she's just butthurt or like she's actually <laughs> she being She actually truthful. said butthurt? Yeah. Yeah, which yeah. is hilarious. And, and it was an exact she was like, I'm like this chick's really smart too. She like yeah. n- talking to Hannah for two minutes. She's like fucking nailed down 
her personality. She's like, yep. she's just fucking jealous. She's ugly. She likes Luke. Luke doesn't like her. She's fucking jealous. Bam. Exactly. So she goes to um, CR and tries to basically sabotage any potential relationship. Yeah. And then Luke gets pissed. And I don't know, remember if it was last week or this week. He's like, what the fuck? Um, we never fucking dated. And Hannah's oh, like, oh, I'm yeah. She's like, you're calling me every, you're calling me every day. We're hanging. He's like, well, yeah, you're like a friend. She Hannah did have one good line though, and then she was like, she's like, how? She's like, he told me like, he, I'm his little sister. He's like, you, you came in my mouth twice. <laughs> I didn't know that till this week. I I I know last last season they definitely hooked up, but the thing is, Luke never fucked her. That is true. That yeah. is true. And I don't want to give away because Carl and Kyle both had hilarious lines at the end of the episode. But I don't want yeah. to give away regarding Hannah and Luke. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to those. So so apparently he uh, she blew him twice. I I found that out, but you know he didn't want to actually. Fuck her because she's annoying and she's ugly. And, and and he and by the way, he outwardly told her he was still hung up on his ex. He was in a long relationship. He still had feelings for her. And I guess he was still in Sierra the same thing because he's talking to her at the same time. But he told Hannah that he's like, I don't want to be in a relationship. Period. I don't. Hannah keeps so, pushing, pushing, pushing and dumps her fucking boyfriend for this guy, even though they're not even dating. Oh, Hannah had a boyfriend that she dumped for him? Oh, yeah, for sure. <sighs> She had, a, she had a Why boyfriend that she dumped. I, I, What's wrong you with that? You got me, man. You got <laughs> Can we interview me. him? Um, oh, I bet we could. Odie, get on it. Interview boy, the, boyfriend, the boyfriend, yeah. the ex-boyfriend Why? of Hannah. Why were you dating him? How, how funny would it be if uh, we tried to contact the boyfriend and the boyfriend was actually filming porn with Professional Pete? <laughs> and, he, <laughs> pro, and Professional Pete's like, no, no, no. Don't talk to those guys. <laughs> Um, I already so, yeah. turned those guys away. They're not big time. Uh, nothing really. This episode I thought was kind of boring, except for the Hannah meltdown part. The, the best part of the episode was after Luke told her that he didn't really, he's like, what are you talking about? We were, we never hooked up. Obviously I never wanted to date you. And she's like, you led me on for a year. It's like, how dumb do you have to be to be led on yeah. for a year? If a guy wants to fuck you, he's going to fuck you in under a year. Exactly. Jesus Christ. Um, it's a but the, year. You've never but fucked. The, it's a year. It's insane. But the best part of the episode is she's crying and she's like, he's so obsessed with me and he can't handle it. And she's having a meltdown about him not caring about her. It was like fucking crazy town. And that was I, I literally think I tweeted about that exact same thing. You're obsessed with me. It's like, no, no, we talking about. I said, dry your little tears, little podcaster. But and I also like that she's like, you brought in Sierra just to hurt me. I'm like, I'm sorry. Just, I brought her in just to hurt you. Uh, look in the mirror. Look I at brought her because she's hot. So he he got. Her. So how does it work? Like they get to bring in bring people with them or. They so think, so when people here's how it works. So I, I watched this for a couple seasons now. So how it works is that there's a core group that was there, and what's funny is Carl being sober is a little bit sad, and I and not to root against Carl, but I hope he gets back to drinking heavy. Oh Carl, come on, let the guy be sober. Come on, bro. Well, look, soberish, not drinking yeah. as much. Odie, that's his exact words. The first season I watched was I think season two. There used to be a set of twins called the Dworkus twins on the show. Dworkus. Carl, Carl, Dworkus. 
And they weren't bad looking, but they were insane. Insane. So I think Carl. Most up twins with one are. Of, Most female yeah. twins are insane. So Carl then, hooked up with one or both of them. They went insane the next season. Uh, threw watermelon in his face, blah, blah, blah. So there was a scene in this episode where Carl was like, well, I've hooked up with like every single person in the house and it's never worked out well. And they cut back to like the Dworkus twins shoving watermelon in his face. Lindsay, who is an insane person, the blonde with the crazy fake, weird fake tits, smashing a cake in his face because they were dating. <laughs> so was Lindsay's current boyfriend one of the people in the house when... This is she the was first dating time Carl? he's been in the haze. No, okay. so, so, so last season, she was dating Carl. It did not work out because Carl was an insane drunk. He was it, like he was legit in a bad place, like blackout drunk every night and, and just mean, mean and bad. They'd been friends for a long time. So they took that to the next level, started dating. But Lindsay's a crazy person on her, on her own right who wants to like push everything, be in a perfect relationship, has all these fucking life goals she's got to hit. And starts yelling at Carl. Carl reacts by, you know, hitting on other people and basically just being a cocksucker to Lindsay. It fell out spectacularly and was wonderful. So Lindsay then moves on to this other stable dude. You know, who's Why does not he have that good two looking. names? I don't know. It's very annoying. Uh, like, what the fuck is this Steven slash Spike. Starvey or something? Stivey. Sounds like a nickname. has a nickname. No? Yeah, it's a weird ass nickname, man. Yeah. Call him one or the other. So Stivey works in the fucking hospitality industry for hotels, which is just imploding. And he agrees to come. They've been living together, fighting all the time. He agrees to come to the summer house with her. But clearly he has to work a lot because the hospitality industry is imploding. Lindsay does not seem to understand that he's under a lot of stress and has to work. What does Lindsay do other than drink wine all day? Because she does they public relations of- like me. She's a, a an imbecile. Anyway, so she just watches Supernatural all day, like you. Pretty much. Hey, I only did <laughs> I didn't see her working. I, I only I only watched Supernatural all day when I had back surgery, buddy. I wasn't officially okay. on the clock. Oh, okay. No, yeah. I, I don't see her working ever either. And she also works in basically event public relations, which is public relations for special people that ride the short bus. And in New York City, I don't know, whatever. I'm sure half of her jobs come from being on this show. But she is a psychopath who literally has a life plan written out and gets furious if it doesn't follow like the dream lifestyle, like fucking, you know, June Cleaver bullshit, which is why you see her screaming at Stevie Skyvy, Scooby, Scooby. It was the craziest argument. They actually had an argument about who made each other sandwiches. And it didn't well, progress beyond that. that, but they kept talking about how many sandwiches have you made me? Was one well, was one gaslighting the other? I mean, was yes. it like... Yeah. yeah, well, in a way, Lindsay was making it out as though uh, Sp- Spivey, whatever the fuck's name is, Sp- had asked I love how his name keeps changing. That's amazing. <laughs> He's the new Spider-Man. So she, it, she made it out as though he had asked her to make 50 sandwiches. Roll back the tape, it was... One sandwich, one time, and to get him a drink. And she's like, how many sandwiches? She got a little hammered. She's like, how many sandwiches have you made me? And he's like, it's like, you're not working. You all you do is drink me. wine all day. You don't you eat sandwiches. <laughs> and also, have you asked me to make you a sandwich? No. <laughs> no, you haven't. 
So we should wrap this up because it's getting uh, a little long in the tooth here. But so there was a little bit of interaction between Lindsay and Steven and Steven didn't lose his cool at all, which is crazy. Then there was obviously the blow up between Hannah and uh, Luke. And it seems like Luke has blown his shot with Ciara, which he's a fucking idiot, but whatever. Has he? I mean, I I think I blame Hannah for that, but also I don't like how Hannah is. Who is gaslighting this episode is Hannah. Hannah's gaslighting herself, number one, by telling herself that Luke liked her way more than he does. And also, she looks like, I mean, she obviously looks like a delusional lunatic. A a lunatic. So, but also, she's telling everybody else, like, poisoning Ciara. Uh, What's her face? Uh, The dark haired chick. I can't remember her name. Um, She's cute, though. But anyway, mm-hmm. she's she's also saying like, oh well, this Luke's an asshole. He's yelling at Hannah. Page, but maybe Page. Thank you. So they're not seeing what Hannah's saying to Luke though. That's pissing him off so much, which is her being a fucking lunatic and tr- going behind his back and talking to Ciara and saying all this crazy shit to him that he was doing all like that, that he's ruined her life. He let her on. And he's like, what are you fucking talking about? Yeah. So all these like, chicks see is him yelling, what are you fucking talking about at her? And then her reacting, crying and weeping. So all they see is her crying and weeping as though yeah. Luke is this evil asshole. Yeah, he only yelled because he was trying to get his point across as she was walking away. Like he was talking to her normal and then she like broke down when he was saying yeah. reasonable shit. She just starts walking in the house and he's like, I'm not done talking. You're being crazy. So th- that happened and then... Uh, they kind of showed a little montage of all the other people like giving their takes on the Hannah fucking Luke shit. So like most of the girls are like, Luke's an asshole. And then the guys are like, Hannah's crazy. Carl had the best fucking line. I should have wrote it down word for word. Uh, but I, I so, so here's what Kyle and Carl both had hilarious lines. Carl was, Carl was like, well, look, Hannah's never going to fuck a guy as hot as Luke. And I by fucking mean not fuck because she <laughs> never has because they've never fucked. <laughs> this is hilarious. Yeah. And then Kyle's the same. He's like, he's like, Hannah, he's just not that into you. Not so that or at all. But or at all. Yeah, not. It was hilarious. Yeah. So so they were interesting. The rest of the show is kind of meh. But hey, it's only 40 minutes. And uh, well, we did see a midnight fingering. Just to sum this to wrap provable, up. provable. Well, there were covers on it, but I, Lindsay and uh, Stevie. I, what <laughs> was she wearing to bed? She was wearing some like, fucking gymnast outfit. It was very Dude, weird. She is so Lindsay used to. Lindsay's cute, right? She has a cute face, decent body. She got these weird big breast implants, but they just hang weird. It's like she was like, "Hey, I want breast implants." But I want him to hang like, like your, giant I want my, I want to like a grandmother's breast. Yeah, exactly. She literally was it like that's what they look. They look like big weird grandma tits. So she wears outfits <laughs> to accentuate that. But anyway, she gets to bed. And she's like, "Hey," and, and of course her boyfriend's like, "I'm asleep." And she's like, "Hey, if you want to finger me in the middle of the night, that'd be great." But I can tell you <laughs> from experience, women don't like that. Ninety nine percent. Ninety nine point nine percent. Most women don't. You figure in the middle of the night, they hate it. Yeah. But she likes it. Well, things to think about in the next week. In the meantime, let's go. Think about. Let's, uh, I made a beer, I made a beer tower. You see that? Well, you can see the top of it, but yeah. 
Looks like you have one beer. Good job. Good job there's two other down here. Two others down here. I can't talk. You can't see. Well, it's been a long show. We don't need it. Worst episode ever. Take us out. (laughs) See ya. Whenever. Who is that damn queen? We will die.